Welcome to the Wellness Help Desk with your host, Nikkei Lamodi, certified wellness coach and personal trainer. A wellness podcast focused on providing practical tips on how to curate a healthy lifestyle uniquely for you, where we discuss wellness hot topics with expert guests and have real candid conversations. It's the one-stop shop you need to get the help you've been looking for. Let's dive in. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Wellness Help Desk. I'm your host, Nikayla Modi, and this is episode 29. I'm so excited to be here with y'all. Listen, I just don't even know where to start on a life update because so much has happened. And I will say this, I am very grateful that it is summer, the sun is out, and it is warm again. My mood is so much better. I'm outside so much more. And I just can't be any more grateful that we are now in summer. So first things first, we are going to be talking about how to motivate yourself to do something for you. A lot of times, once you are in burnout, you're exhausted, you're overwhelmed, you already know that you need to do something for yourself. You already know that your cup is empty. But most times, you're already at a point of decision fatigue, you're exhausted in trying to plan for everyone else. So it's like, what energy do I have to plan for myself? And you feel overwhelmed. You don't know where to begin. You don't know where to start. You don't know what your options are. And so today I'm going to be giving you three ways to motivate yourself so that you can do something for you. Because once you do fill your cup, oh my gosh, the transformation that happens internally and how you see the world around you, how you show up for yourself, it is like a complete 180. And so we're going to be tackling that today. So let's jump in. So at the end of another day, you've shown up for everybody, you've put out fires, you've juggled several hats at once, you finally don't have anyone making additional requests of you, and there's nothing left in your tank. Like literally, you have nothing left in the tank to start doing something for yourself, let alone to plan something, to think about what you want to do and how you want to do it and when you're going to do it. And so we both know that the more you fill your cup, the healthier you show up as a mom, as a partner, and as a friend. And when you show up for yourself, your kids feel it, your friends see it, and your partner appreciates it. So I want to cover these three things that you can do that will increase your motivation to do something for yourself. Because believe it or not, motivation is going to be fleeting in the times where you don't feel motivated That's where that discipline has to just kick in. But to even get the momentum started, to have a plan in place, a strategy in place, these three steps will help you generate that momentum. And so the very first thing, and I think I talk about this quite a bit on the podcast, is why. Know your why. And I don't mean like a blanket, very generalized, vague answer because I'm supposed to, it's good for me. But really dig deep, go deeper, right? Don't just jump on doing something. Don't just go do a yoga class because, you know, movement is good and being still and breath work and stuff is going to really help bring you into that calm state. Because when your busy schedule erupts and is chaotic and you feel like you have no time, it's going to be really easy to dismiss that yoga class despite knowing the physical and mental benefits. If you don't know a deeper heartfelt why. So you want to first ask yourself, why is it important to me to fill my cup? 
how does filling my cup impact how I show up as a mom, right? Answer these questions and it allows for you to connect that self-care to a larger vision and a larger impact outside of just, oh, well, it'll help that dopamine hit and help me feel really good mentally and physically. But filling my cup allows for me to X, Y, Z. Filling my cup impacts how I show up as a mom in this way, right? Those are more meaningful connections into why you want to meet your need and fill your cup in a specific way. Now, the second thing, once you've connected with your why, you know what it is, right? You want to now, okay, strategize a plan. What are you going to do? For an example, we're going to say you just decide you're going to start doing evening walks. Your husband's going to do the bedtime routine with the kids. And during that time, instead of going to the kitchen to clean up, finish up the dinner dishes, you're going to go for a 20-minute walk. We're not going to just jump out of the gate and say we're going to do, you know, a 20-minute walk every single night, Monday through Sunday. This is the second step. You need to go low and slow. And I've said this before as well. I have a podcast episode that talks about how to set goals that work for you and not against you. So go back and listen to that episode if you've now discovered your why and you're ready to start implementing some kind of goal that will help you fill your cup. So this low and slow is all about setting realistic expectations. You know your present circumstances, you know your resources, the time that's available to you, all of that. So you have to use that in consideration for setting a goal. When you're planning your self-care activities, bring all of this in consideration. Bring all of this into deciding and planning what that specific self-care activity is going to look like. Be really specific with how you fill your cup, right? Make sure you can actually measure that you did it. And so what I really want you to remember is that you want to be able to make it so specific that it tells you exactly what to do, when to do it, how to do it, what you're doing, right? Because if you just say, I'm going to go for a 20 minute walk after dinner, great. What time? How is this going to happen, right? Come up with a plan of, well, I need to make sure my sneakers are by the door. Well, I need to make sure that I have my Apple Watch on. Well, I need to make sure that I communicate to my husband that I'm going to be going for this 20-minute walk as he's putting the kids down for bed. Well, I need to think about, okay, what route do I want to take? Just up and down my street? Do I want to go to a park? These allow for you to really set up a structured, intentional plan So that you can really be more successful with whatever self-care goal that you set. So low and slow, right? You really want to pace yourself. Start with one day a week, then work up to two. If that seems more doable, start with a seven-minute walk if 20 minutes seems too long. Start with the 10-minute walk. So really allow for yourself to experiment with what it is you're going to do to fill your cup. Now, the third thing is you want to hold yourself accountable, okay? (laughs) Accountability is an active thing. It is not passive, right? So hold yourself accountable for the very goals that you have set for yourself that are going to fill your cup. Set a deadline, right? Put it on your calendar. 
set a reminder on your phone, use a wellness coach, a health coach, or a personal trainer, a friend, or a partner for accountability check-ins, okay? When you have a set date, I'm going to check in on my goals in two weeks, put that on your calendar, write it on your fridge calendar, put a reminder on your phone so an alarm goes off. And this doesn't have to be this elaborate thing where, you know, you're sipping a cup of tea, looking at all your goals. It could be as simple as taking 10 minutes to look at your goal. And this is why it's important that it is specific and can be measured so that you can quickly scan and say, okay, how have I been doing with walking? Have I been going the three times a week? How long have I been going? Has it been the full 20 minutes? Okay, it hasn't been three times. It's been two times. It's been for 20 minutes. What was the challenge with not getting to three times a week? Oh, the kids sometimes want me and daddy to be a part of bedtime routine. Is there anything I need to change to make that um, easier for uh, me to go on that walk three times a week? And honestly, the answer may be no, and that's okay. But this check-in allows for you to see your micro victories, allows for you to see any barriers that maybe need to be changed or modified so that you can overcome them. It really is allowing for you to evaluate how you're doing, where you're at, instead of living in a sense of like a vague space of, I kind of feel like I'm doing it, but not really, because we tend to lean more towards that inner critical uh, type of self-talk and we don't celebrate that we are doing micro wins. And so check-ins allow for you to see that you are taking care of you. And so during your accountability check-in, I also want you to watch how you talk to yourself. It shouldn't be a time of criticalness or judgment, but of evaluation, because seeing what went well, what needs to be modified to help you be successful, and what you want to do differently needs to come from a place of love and not from a place of shame. So watch how you talk to yourself during that accountability check-in. If you're doing it with just yourself, if you're doing it with your partner or a friend, watch how you respond to yourself um, and how you're talking to yourself so that you can continue to move forward in progress, right? And not hold yourself back. Now, I guarantee if you walk through these three steps, you'll have one thing on the calendar for yourself at the end of this week, and you'll feel 5% better than you do right now. And I want you to really live in what would it feel like to feel 5% better mentally, 5% better physically, 5% better emotionally, having more energy, just even 5%, like what would that look like for you and feel like for you and how you show up and really hold on to that as a reason to put one thing on the calendar for yourself this week that will support filling your cup and making yourself a priority. And I really want to remind you that when you're looking for that self-care activity or whatever it is that you know you need to fill your cup, don't try and make it at a very elaborate Instagram worthy type of thing. If it literally is, you get to watch your favorite show at the end of the night while the kids go to sleep, then that's what you do instead of doing laundry or instead of folding it or instead of doing the dishes or instead of whatever it is. Like, find what it is and make yourself not feel compulsed to make it complicated. It really can be very simple. Now, if you don't know where to start, 
your schedule seems impossible or you don't have anyone in your life to hold you accountable, I would love to have you inside of the intermission. It is where moms find the confidence to enjoy the rest that they need. And for four months, it's exclusively me and you and one-on-one coaching where we create realistic self-care habits. We prioritize you between the school pickups, bath time, and breaking up your kids' arguments over whose turn it is, right? We take this time together to collaborate and make the schedule that works for you in terms of making yourself a priority so that you can show up as the desired role model for your kids. So let's first see if we are a great fit, if the intermission is right for you. Just schedule a consultation with me via the link in the show notes. It is a free consultation. I look so forward to talking with you. And I really want you to remember that you deserve to be a priority. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the episode today, head over and leave me a review. This helps others find the podcast and be one step closer to curating their healthy lifestyle. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Nikkei underscore Lamodi. And if social isn't your thing, join my beautiful newsletter community via the link in the show notes. To learn more about exclusive one-on-one wellness coaching, head over to rndaywellness.com. As always, remember to give yourself grace.